0: So, the big question is this, how are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. hey what's up guys andy here man i am i'm excited about this one today this one is one that uh kind of digging out of the old uh, archives if you will but uh, only because i haven't used it in so long um but i will tell you that when i use this what we're going to talk about today it was extremely powerful and extremely beneficial and i'll explain to you why i haven't used it in a while too you may be sitting there going well andy Why haven't you used it in a while if it's that good? Well, it's because I'm not running any teams myself anymore. And that's what today's episode is about, is really not so much for pitching coaches. It's going to really just be for team development. Um, So uh, depending on what your role is with your program, it might be something that you can pass on to uh, your head coach. Or it might be something that you can just implement yourself into practice but this was something that we uh that i ran all the time in practices and especially Especially in practice games, and this is when this this is kind of where I was uh, reminded of this one uh, was yesterday. I was out at out at the park, and there was a uh, a little field nearby, and you could tell that there was a couple of little teams that were playing a a practice season preseason game scrimmage game uh, against each other, and uh, and I saw it, and and I they weren't doing it, but I saw that game, and it just made me think of this. So. What we're talking about today is how to make your team better uh, and how to do it instantly, really. And so what we would do is, uh, like I said, this is mainly done well set up in the practice session, uh, or excuse me, in a practice game scenario, but you very much could do this in a practice session as well. So in practice games that I would have, uh, especially like at the high school level or in the private side, Uh, when we would be playing the game, I would talk to the other coach, even the other umpires before the game, and everybody was cool with it because it was a practice game, so there was no big deal about it. But I explained to them that there was going to be times where throughout the game I may just make uh, immediate you know, temporary substitutions. And it wasn't like I was trying to trick anybody or anything like that. It was just what we were going to do. And like I said, nobody really had a problem with it uh, ever. And so what would happen is is that uh, you would make your lineup and depending on how deep you want to go, if you had certain defenses uh, lined up and, and offensive lineups by innings and everything, that was fine. You could absolutely go that deep. But the bottom line is, is that more than likely, no matter who was on the field, you still had some guys on the bench. And this these guys on the bench was what I called the bomb squad. Now that was cool for a couple of things because for one, it kept them engaged. They had a role during the game immediately. And so they kept them paying attention. Secondly, though, is that Any of those guys on the bomb squad had an opportunity to play in a position that they don't necessarily normally play, which was also going to be beneficial because it gave them more experiences and it gave you an opportunity potentially to even see if the kid could play in that position, but that was never the intent. The key was, and where I learned about the bomb squad, was that a lot of times coaches when they see a mistake happen during an inning, they will maybe write it down, or they'll just say, well, I'm going to remember to talk about that after this half inning is over, or maybe at the end of the game. Well, the problem is, is that a lot of other things usually happen in that half inning. And by the time you get to the end of the game, chances are you're probably not remembering it anyways. And when the game is over, you got to understand your players have unhooked. They're done for the day. So if you're going to sit there and, you know, run them down for the next 15, 20 minutes, telling them how they messed up, they're not hearing you. Okay, if you're going to have that talk with them, you need to have that talk with them the next day before practice starts. That's when they're mentally hooked up again and getting ready for the day. That's when you want to talk about that. But what I found to be the best was that we had our bomb squad. We fix it right then and there. So here's how it would work. Let's say you guys are on defense, and a you know ball is hit, uh, runner on first, ball is hit to right field, and the uh, runner for, at first is running from first all the way to third and the uh, 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 right fielder overthrows the cutoff man, okay? Well, that's an opportunity right then and there for you to try to fix it. So what happens is the first guy up in the line on the bomb squad, hey, go to right field, and you just pull the right fielder, he knows what's going on. You're not pulling him all the way to the dugout. Pull him into foul territory right there on the line. Sit with him right then and there and talk to him. Tell him exactly what it is that he did and to, compared to what it is that you want him to do. And then that may take two or three, four pitches. Who knows? But that you've got a guy in place, so the game doesn't stop, it doesn't slow down. He's defending. That's part of our bomb squad. You sit there and you correct the mistake right then and there. And then when you have a break in the action in between pitches, the right fielder goes back onto right field, the guy from bomb squad comes off the field, he goes to the end of the line on bomb squad. Now, there are, and you could do that literally for every position on the field and for every scenario. And if you've got to pull two guys off, you know, because two guys made a mistake, the next two guys on the bomb squad, hey, go fill their positions. And those guys run off. They sprint off the field. You correct it right then and there. Wait for a break in the action, and then they go right back out and uh, refill their positions. And then later on in the game, the guys on bomb squad mix in as regular defensive players, and guys who are on the field come off, and they're the new bomb squad guys. Now, there is an exception to the bomb squad, and I think that you'll understand me, but there's even an exception to that. There are two positions on the field that you really can't do bomb squad with, and that is the catcher and that is the pitcher. OK, and especially the pitcher can't do bomb squad with pitcher that one. You're just going to have to write down, talk to him in between innings. Now, you can do bomb squad with the catcher if you've got a situation where you want to go ahead and designate an alternative catcher on the sideline as your bomb squad guy. And if you do that, then you're going to be running that catcher in and pulling the catcher out. But you better do, do it quick because that guy's already going to be geared up and he's going to be ready to go. And that is his only role, by the way. If he's in gear, you're not gonna go put him in right field. Okay. And you're not gonna take the guys that aren't geared up and go throw them behind the plate. They're not ready, and that's not that's not smart. So if you want to have somebody designated for the catcher, by all means do it. I've done it a few times. It's worked incredibly great, especially if I've got a new catcher behind the dish. I'm trying to bring him along. You know, maybe if it's a high school level, he's new to varsity. I'm trying to bring him along and teaching him some things. Absolutely something that you can do. Uh, or you can just rotate guys out. It's up to you. Otherwise, if you're not going to do that, then every other position on the field is fair game, except for the pitcher and the catcher. You're not going to rotate those guys out. But everybody else becomes Bob Squad eligible. And watch what happens when you start to do it. Guys will understand. They're going to know they made a mistake. And sometimes they're not going to know or make a mistake. they made a mistake, and that happens too. And they come off, and they're like, I don't know why you're pulling me or, or taking me off the field. And you just explain to them. They get it now. For you as a coach, you don't have to worry about trying to remember that in between innings, or when that kid, you know, hey, I want to talk to the shortstop when he gets off, the you know, after this half inning. But oh, wait a minute, he's leading off the inning to hit. I can't talk to him. He's he's already going to start to focus on, and then the game gets away from you, and it's and, and it's then the op- opportunity's passed, uh, and then you don't have to worry about dealing with it at the end of the game either. You've dealt with it right then and there when it was fresh. Everybody knew what was going on. They remembered it clearly and vividly. You address it. Here's what we want, how we want it corrected. Go back out and keep playing. So there's no punishment, it's just your opportunity to fix it and it is incredibly powerful. Now you can do this in a practice setting if you want, but what I would do if I were you If you're the head coach, then I would have somebody else, one of your other coaches, doing the practice plays. And then all that happens is is that when something happens, you just pull that defender over to you. You correct it right then and there in your practice setting, and then he goes right back into his position or his drill work that he is doing. Uh, If you're doing an inter-squad game, it's an easy opportunity because you don't even have to worry about anybody else. You're in control of it completely. But if you, like I said, even if you're playing in another team, even though there's umpires on the field but it's not a real game, you just tell them right then and there before the game, hey we're going to be doing some things today we're not trying to do anything tricky or anything it's just i'm got to develop my team. I got to coach my team. Nobody's going to have a problem with it. And when you see it, they're going to start sitting there going, man, that's a pretty good idea. And you're going to watch how other guys start to try to do it too. Or they're going to ask you, Hey, what is that? What, how, what's the reason behind it? It's very powerful, but watch how your guys get a lot better. Watch how mistakes start to go down tremendously and they execute a whole lot better because they know exactly what it is that they need to do and what you're asking of them. Okay. Now this really only works defensively, does not work offensively. Um, but uh, it, it is, a, is a powerful, powerful thing for you to start to implement into your daily uh, routines if it's possible, and especially in practice games, okay? All right, well, we dusted that one off. That one is a gem, though, believe me. Wipe that one off, shine it up, put it in your back pocket. It will be something that you will want to implement and always be implementing if you're, uh, if you're working with your teams and uh, trying to develop your players, okay? All right, I appreciate you as always, and I will see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks, all while breaking free from today's status quo of coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. To start, I'd like to give you a free 3-day masterclass for pitching coaches. In this masterclass, we will take a deep dive together on arm care, creating your daily routine and developing your pitching staff rotation. Go to pitchingcoachmasterclass.com and sign up today to get started.